welcome to The Allegorical Life. This is the podcast where we discuss the metaphors of life, leadership and everything in between. Welcome back to another episode of The Allegorical Life. My name's Jordan and as always, I'm here with Mark Crosweller. By way of introduction for those of you who don't know Mark, he's worked in crisis security and emergency management for over 30 years. His experiences, both personal and professional, have taken him into the world of philosophy, often intersecting with the worlds of theology and mythology. Mark often talks both nationally and internationally about these intersections and how they shape the way we think, speak and act. He talks about the ways that they can influence both the quality of our leadership and more importantly, the quality of our lives. Well, Mark, it's great to have you back again for another conversation. Today, we're talking about your latest blog post where you spoke about the silver lining of COVID-19. Talk to us about the invitation that adversity offers. So I think all adversity teaches, Jordan, and and the great philosophers, particularly Aristotle, um, and certain readings of of Buddhist thought would suggest that all of life is an opportunity um, to practice virtue. But I think more importantly, it does actually teach lessons. And you can see that play out for people who choose to see the world that way. So, and this is an important distinction in how we move forward on this on this issue, that you can't say to someone else, uh, this is good for you, or what are you learning, or this is your lesson. That's It's just inappropriate. If you take an existentialist view of the world, and the circumstances that arise from it. You can make the choice to bring meaning to the circumstance. So an existentialist would say that, you know, whatever happens in time and space, there's no inherent meaning. Um, The meaning is bought by us. And there are conventions of meaning. So things that happen in the world that we would all agree have a certain meaning. Um, So social and cultural convention would say that uh, you know, as I said, something's happened and we all agree that that's what that thing means, but um, it's not in essence or it's not um, fixed. It's not a fixed meaning. It's not uh, inherent. It's, it's what we agree that thing means. So, so with adversity, we get the same choice. We can say, look, there's a set of arising circumstances here. I can choose to be a victim or I can choose to take the lesson. And, it, and what it does is it makes the experience over time worthwhile. Um, but that's a choice of the individual. And that's the, the humans have this power of choice. Um, we, we have this wonderful ability as a distinction between all other species to interpret and bring meaning and purpose to circumstance. So I think that's where the silver lining comes from adversity, Jordan, is that you can take the adverse circumstance and you can turn it into something over time upon reflection that is beneficial. Mark, COVID-19 is certainly giving us lots of opportunities to consider how we approach adversity. How difficult is it, do you think, to take hold of that transformative moment when it arrives and not be completely sidetracked by the possible hardships or pain or stress of the situation? So I saw this play out in the local community in Yas, where a couple um, ran a restaurant, COVID-19 said essentially you're going to have to close because they couldn't maintain the safe space between the patrons because it's a cottage restaurant. They had invested heavily in that restaurant and um, they no longer had an income uh, and they were really distressed by it. Um, I spoke to, let's call it Mary, I spoke to Mary and said, um, 
look, Mary, have you thought of uh, transforming your business? And she said, well, we started to think about it, but we're not quite sure how to do it. And I said, well, look, I, th- I think there's an opportunity here. I think, you know, a lot of people are sort of starting to reframe their sense of value and, you know, what's important. And she said, well, it's funny you should say that because we've, we don't have any time to ourselves or for our kids and the restaurant's been an enormous burden on us. We're here seven days a week and we don't really get to do anything else. So you can see the thoughts were already going through her mind that maybe this was an opportunity to reshape, but it was enormous, um, an enormous hurdle because having to re-gear their entire business and didn't have any guarantee of income and still had um, debts, you know, mortgages and business payments and everything else. So they took that journey with great courage, I think, and and the community noticed they were struggling. So when they converted their business from a restaurant to takeaway, people would turn up and buy whatever was on offer, essentially, and the food was great. Um, but people made the effort to visit every Saturday and or Sunday and purchase whatever was on offer, and they sold out every weekend. And they worked out that maybe a better life was to open up a shop front on the main street and move towards um, baking and a different type of food offering um, that people could come and purchase between nine or from nine in the morning till they ran out, essentially, which is basically between nine and one, three days a week. So they've done that. So it's been an enormous journey. And essentially two things happened in principle, which I spoke about in the blog. There was a reshaping of value. So their internal values changed. So it, they realised that wellbeing and family Time was critically important. It was always important, but it became more important, I think, as adversity turned up and kind of forced them to reflect and look. And they um, shifted notions of value externally as well and said, well, look, we can make uh, an income another way. So there was an internal reframing of value. There was an external reframing of value. And then there was a generosity that turned up from the community and from them as well, actually, because they were generous in sharing how they felt about the whole experience. But so there was a generosity of materiality. So people would spend money buying whatever they had on offer to help them along and spend more money than they normally would. Um, and there was a generosity of spirit. So much, much kinder and more considerate thought, word and action uh, were directed towards Mary and Bob. And out of all of that came this wonderful transformation where everybody pitched in and helped. Um, to reshape value, to be generous of spirit, of materiality, and to move them to a better world. And this is just an exemplar of what's happening all over the place um, with COVID-19, not exclusively. There are some tragic stories as well, of course. We'll talk about those in the next blog. But um, there is this wonderful transformation going on of a rebalancing of value and moving well-being to the top of the tree, moving reflections of what's truly important, you know, to the front of mind. And what's done that is adverse circumstance. It's interesting, Jordan, I've seen this my whole career as well, that people hold a set of values before adversity, which are quite diverse, socially and culturally shaped, um, and often subtle and not well-defined either, just quietly. But Adversity sharpens those values and moves them, moves them much more towards a universality. So it moves them much more towards a common set of values that move beyond culture uh, and social influence uh, and, and economic status and privilege and moves everybody to a much closer space of 
uh, unity. And, and that's what adversity does. It kind of wakes us up and says, what's really important here and how are we going to navigate and get and preserve what's most valuable to you? And that's really what was playing out in the assets. What COVID-19 COVID is a global rupture of what's value, what we hold as values and what's valuable externally and an opportunity for generosity and other ethics to play out. You're listening to the Allegorical Life podcast. And finally, Mark, how can we all pivot or open ourselves up to participate in these opportunities that the moment's bringing us? I think it's about being mindful that adversity is actually all the causes of adversity. They're always present. Um, circumstances will amplify them. So, for example, the opportunity for COVID-19, the, the circumstances or the elements that create those circumstances are always present in our environment. When when the circumstances lined up, uh, when the you know the holes in the Swiss cheese all lined up, the virus flourished. But it was always the potential was always there. This this is the thing about risk and adversity that the the conditions uh, for adversity and risk are always present. You just need the causes to trigger them. Um, so we we want a life of no adversity. And we want a life of no pain or suffering or discomfort or displeasure. But that's not life. It just isn't. And when we change our minds and say, well, look, actually suffering is pervasive, we ought not fear it. It's a part of life. We need to understand it better, its causes, uh, its effects, um, where, it, you know, where it comes from, how we participate in it. It's not a difficult thing to do, really, if one is trained in how to navigate it. And philosophy helps with this. And if we come to accept that, then when it does turn up, it's not quite so surprising. It's probably still going to be unpleasant. In fact, I'm sure it's going to be very unpleasant. But we can contextualise it quicker and we can say, okay, well, I really don't like this. Uh, I'm going to have to make the most of it. What does that look like? How do I make the best of this? How do I take this dark, very dark cloud and find its silver lining? And how do I access the silver lining? And how do I make that? shape my life in a better way um, and just get better at doing that. So plenty of opportunity for adversity in life, Jordan. It's around us all the time in subtle and overt forms. Um, and if we train our minds to think this way, I think we do end up over the course of our life becoming wiser and better people. for joining us today on the allegorical life if you're enjoying our podcast you might like to add a review on itunes and that'll help other people find us as well thank you and we hope to have you with us again soon